This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hey, thanks so much for tuning back in to episode two of the Ops Authority Podcast. Today, we're going to talk all about what a director of operations is, what they do in your business, and how to find one. So let me kick this off by painting a picture. Imagine your business is buzzing along. You've been in business for two years. You're really health conscious. You've got some experience. You actually have a meal plan that works for your family and it's, you've shared it with several people and it's worked for them too. So you start your business with the idea to help moms prep meals for their families so that they'd eat better all while saving time and money two things that every single mom wants. So as you dreamt, you have amazing demand and the business is turning a profit. You're contributing to your family's financials, which is a big blessing. You never dreamt that that was really going to happen based off of something that came so natural to you. So your bills are being paid and you're even putting money back into the business. So From the book's point of view, things are exactly as you wished when you started two years ago, when you had just a hope and an idea. But emotionally and physically, you're totally burnt out. You're up before the kids. You spend a fair amount of time just staring at your computer, not knowing exactly what to do next, first, or second. And you're straight up stressed. You're in pure reactive mode. You're dealing with all the tasks and nothing about the vision. Now the business is making money, but it's all at your own expense. In one of your breakthrough moments, you recall what strengths you have and why you actually started this business. You wanted to help moms feed their families with healthy food and nutrition and save them time and money. And at that same time, you're leaving little of your own time to your own family or heck, even your own nutrition. Does this sound familiar? Well, you're absolutely not alone. Actually, you are alone. You need the right help. And this is unfortunately common, but I get it. I've been there too. We are doing our best to keep the profit within our families or the business, but at some point, something has to give. So you spend some time dreaming of this quote unquote unicorn, someone who can read your mind, anticipate your needs, love the business like you do, someone who allows you to dream and to connect with those moms that you started this for, someone to manage the team and all those pieces that have to get done. Right now, those are taking all of your time. Well, it's likely that you need a director of operations. It's also called a DOO. And throughout this podcast, you're gonna hear me refer to a director of operations as a DOO. These are the leaders of operations in your business, and they likely have a really different focus and set of gifts than you do. So ultimately, they're going to leave you to focusing on strategy, developing new products, getting visible, and selling, getting in front of people, which is exactly what we talked about with those front office activities in episode one. So let me tell you a little, okay, a lot about a DOO. 
So let's start off with some of the hard skills that you're going to be looking for, as opposed to soft skills. Soft skills are really traits that people have. So these are going to be the must-haves in a director of operations. They're all going to come with an insane project management skill set. They are so super detail-oriented. They're able to break down a big picture into bite-sized pieces. This is the most important skill you're going to be looking for. This is, again, why project managers make excellent director of operations. They have solid people management experience. In fact, a lot of them come from HR backgrounds or are just naturally gifted in that. They're excellent leaders because they have to be. One of their sole purposes is to lead teams effectively, to hire, to fire, to deal with chaos and conflict. So this is something that is going to be a real treat for you. They also are very candid and communicate easily. They're going to give you feedback. They're going to help to understand you and talk to you on a strategic level. So that candor is going to be very, very important. They have an eye for quality and they're analytical. Actually, I I probably should have flipped those because the analytics, the analytical mindset, the engineering mindset is often what gives somebody that high, high quality that you want in somebody else who's on your team. Because of that, they're trained to read and understand financial statements too. So this can be of huge help to the leader from a checks and balances perspective, as well as a cost savings. Not every CEO is going to open up their books to the director of operations, and I know it takes time to get used to it, but I will tell you, it is always worth it. Nudge, nudge. Now, they're not going to replace your CFO, but it is an amazing asset to have on your side. And this is something that goes underlooked. I can't tell you how many amazing five, six, seven, eight figure business owners I have worked with that never look at their profit and loss statement. So visionaries, if that if that happens to be you and you're not someone who's looking at that financial statement, you're going to want someone in your business who is. So why not have it be your right hand? That analytical skill set is going to be a huge help for you, not only in the financial piece, but also in testing products before they go live, making sure that everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing so that your ship is running really smoothly. Most importantly, and the biggest differentiating factor between this role and others, like online business managers and sole project managers, and even possibly integrators, is the strategic piece. A director of operations are elevated thinkers. So they are strategic partners to the chief executive officer or the business leader. They are going to be your sounding board. You're the dreamer, and they are processing those dreams into plans. Director of operations are naturally curious and question askers. So as you're sitting there with your director of operations and you're painting a big picture of where you want to go, things you want to do, things you want to accomplish, they're likely going to be looking at you, nodding. They're probably quiet because remember, they're analytical. They're breaking things down and they're creating that perfect plan and trying to understand and validate that this truly does fit into the vision that you've casted. Put simply, director of operations maximize efficiency, productivity, and profit, which are all vital to your company's survival. And with this, they should pay for themselves in due time because they're giving time back to you to sell your products and also finding efficiencies, which are going to save you money. So I know cost is sometimes prohibitive at the beginning, but I will tell you, once you get to that tipping point, when you invest in this, you've got about 60 days before you're going to see a return. And I 
encourage you to trust yourself. You will see this return because you are going to have more free time to do the things that make revenue generating changes. So here's what a director of operations is not. They are not a subject matter expert in your line of work. Remember, if you're interested in this position, you don't need to hire an expert in your industry. You want an expert in operations. I oftentimes see leaders make this mistake, and then they come back to me extremely frustrated. You've got to find somebody who's an expert in operations. It's always icing on top if you can find somebody who has experience in your industry, but I would never make that a qualifying deal breaker for this role. The other thing that they're not doing is implementing in your business. So these are leaders, which is implied in the name director of operations. So it's probably the very first executive level role that you're going to bring on your team. So they're going to be excellent at managing to results through human capital. I know I say these snoozy words sometimes, but human capital refers to people. So they're excellent at leading people to drive results. So leverage that. It is so important and powerful, and it's likely not your jam. Lastly, I would say this is the biggest thing. Director of operations are not yes people. They're going to set boundaries for you, and they're going to help you respect the ones that you set for yourself. So expect them to be honest and to level set you, especially when you visionaries get ahead of yourself. They treat your business as their own, and this is the true dream. I hear this time and time again. I just dream of the day I have someone on my team who loves my business as much as I do, who thinks about my business as much as I do. I will tell you, after working with over four dozen entrepreneurs and business leaders, that it is possible. I have fallen in love. I have gone to bed thinking, dreaming, wishing, making lists for other people's businesses strictly because we were a super strong value match and I understood where they were going. Now, more about a director of operations. This role is literally replicated from my 15-year experience in corporate America at a Fortune 150 company. It's not a new role, but corporate provided a model that is excellent for small businesses. And when I left corporate and transitioned into small business and online business, I saw that there was a huge gap and these leaders could be supported in the same way that I was supporting the CEO of a Fortune 150 company. I've simply just made a role that's less bureaucratic and is more applicable and tangible for small leaders today. So if you're interested in working with a director of operations, what does that process look like? I certify and mentor director of operations with the same process that I use for those same four dozen clients over the past four years. We begin with a strategic mapping. And guys, this is worth every penny. Lots of people will do this. If they're not ready for a director of operations, this process is excellent for just getting started and getting your strategic map created. So they're going to walk you through a process to gather your vision, understand your priorities and your objectives, and then the magic begins. Yes, I'm referring to magic in your business. Those projects that you've been holding on to but never told anyone about because they're oh so many, or maybe you're embarrassed, maybe it feels too big. Well, they're finally going to be documented. You two are going to set a time frame, and the reward is twofold. First of all, someone besides you is going to be responsible for getting those projects done. Remember, director of operations are phenomenal at project management 
and leading people. So they're going to leverage those people to get these dreams, turn these dreams into reality. Number two, you're going to have more white space as the leader of this company because you know that your idea is safely expressed. It's going to be tucked away in a Trello board or ClickUp, all these fancy tools that exist today. It's going to be tucked away and you're going to have a time frame on it. You know when you're going to address that. This is going to allow you more time to be in your zone and them in theirs. It's a symbiotic relationship and it is beautiful. From here, they're going to assess your goals, which are better known as key performance indicators. Lots of people skip this part and that's okay. You're likely not analytical. Lots of visionaries aren't. So you're going to turn this over to your director of operations. You're going to work together to understand the outcomes and to create the goals. We're going to capture those as key performance indicators. They're going to look for efficiencies in your team and support system, as well as the tools that you're using to get your work done today. Lots of times we're paying for systems and tools and software that we're not even using. They're going to help you with that. Again, cost savings coming in. So now you're off to the races. And after this section, the strategic mapping is completed. You and your director of ops are going to stay in super close touch with weekly or bi-weekly meetings. And these are going to be progress meetings. They're also going to be managing the team. So when you guys come together, just the leader and the DOO, it's not just a meeting to meet. These are going to be quick, efficient meetings. And you're going to be talking about progress The director of operations is going to get any direction that they need from you. You're going to have the opportunity to review. Instead of things coming to your desk one by one by one, I know what email overload looks like, and a director of operations is going to help you. So these meetings happen as often as you need, but lots of times they're weekly or biweekly, which is twice a month. So if you're looking for a director of operations, I can certainly help you. As I mentioned, I certify them. I literally give them the process that I use for my personal clients. And I can place and match you with somebody that aligns with your values. Shh, that's my not so secret key for recruiting and placing the most appropriate talent for you. You can go to theopsauthority.com forward slash hire if you're on the hunt. And if you already have somebody that's on your team that you want to invest in, they're entrenched in your business already, and you want to get them certified, go ahead, reward them, give them an additional tool in their tool belt, and send them over to theopsauthority.com forward slash certification. They can hop into the next round. They're going to increase their commitment to you and also their expertise as your right hand. So check that out. Bottom line, directors of operations cultivate stronger businesses for you. This community loves the backside of business, and I'm honored to lead it. I want you to have a piece of this pie, too. It is not a dream. I place people in these roles every single week, and I hope to do the same for you. Just like at the end of every single episode, I have a quick operations activity for you. Set a goal for your director of operations hire date. When are you going to bring on a director of operations? Is it a revenue goal? Like, do you want to be at $100,000 in revenue? Do you want to be at $70,000 in profit? Do you want to say in October of 2020, I'm going to bring on a director of operations? Tell me what that is and go ahead and post it in our community at theopsinsiders.com. Here, we're going to hold you accountable to making sure that that happens. 
Alrighty, friends, I hope you have a really clear understanding of what a director of operations does and a date in which you're going to bring somebody on. I can't wait to help you in this process. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.